There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It is Thursday, November 9. I'm Juliet Bennett-Riley here with Ben Berkeley, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about GM's cruise, which just recalled 950 of its robo-taxis off the streets. We'll talk about that more in a moment, but first, we're gonna catch up on everything else making headlines in the world of business and tech. Meta will start requiring advertisers to disclose the use of AI in any political Facebook or Instagram ads starting next year. The policy is meant to limit misleading content and deepfakes. It comes a year ahead of the 2024 US election. Samsung announced three AI tools, including a chatbot, a tool to help developers write code, and an image generator and editor. They will be available to the public in the future. How far in the future? We don't know, but um, look out for that, I guess. Amazon is going to offer $99 a year One Medical memberships to its Prime members. As you may know, the tech giant has been acquiring a bunch of healthcare companies. It got One Medical for about $3.9 billion in February of this year. Nike loves to sue other companies, and it is now suing two rival shoemakers accused of infringing on its patented Flyknit technology. That would be New Balance and Skechers. It has settled similar suits with Adidas and Puma. If you're Darren, our podcast editor who is British, it's Adidas, right? That's how they say it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's for you, Darren. It's cute. Uh, I, I want to hear I want to hear that as often as possible. Me too. I like it better, actually. And they also have an ongoing case with Lululemon, which I learned from Rob, is not pronounced Lululemon, as I thought for many years. So maybe overseas it is. Yeah. Okay, Darren, let us know how you pronounce Lululemon. And finally, Rockstar Games confirmed a new installment in its mega hit Grand Theft Auto. A full decade after the last game, Grand Theft Auto V hit the market. We're going to get Grand Theft Auto VI, I presume. That game, Grand Theft Auto V, tallied $800 million in sales over its first 24 hours. Ben, I have never played this game because I'm a big dork who likes to play Witcher and Baldur's Gate, but you have played Grand Theft Auto. I have. I will, I'll clarify, I haven't probably played it the way that you're supposed to play it, which is to say that like when you, I, I, I it gets really scary when the cops are chasing you. So I, I generally <laughs> observe the speed limit and try to not create any sort of chaos. I just like to see this big open world and think it's really well-rendered. Um, I'm sure a new version with a decade of technology lapsed into this thing. It's going to be pretty cool. And also, like, no franchise animates the game-buying public more than this one. So I feel like this is just, like, whenever it comes out, I know they're going to roll out the, the trailer in December. Let's just assume this is already going to set the record as, like, top-selling video game of all time. So something to look forward to there. Yeah, so... 
My understanding is that this game is about like, I don't know, doing crimes and running over the curb and being mean to people. But you, you like come to a full and complete stop and you use your turn signal and you just kind of cruise around fake LA. I I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's, it's just like living in real LA, but like I'm spending less money on gas. Okay. So it's, it's still a type of wish fulfillment, I suppose. Yeah, this is also, I mean, I'm also someone who played like the Red Dead Redemption games also by Rockstar where you just like do the same, but in the Old West. And like, if it's a choice between getting in a shootout with someone or just like riding my horse, I don't need that stress. I'm just going to ride my horse. Mm, Okay, I can relate. I'm playing a bard in Baldur's Gate and I have persuaded my way out of every fight to the point where I'm like, maybe I need to to shoot some goblins because I need XP. I'm so weak. This doesn't mean a lot to me, but I also really would like, it sounds like it would be much more up my alley than whatever, like running people over, which also happens to be a great segue into our our main segment today, which is about crews and robo-taxis that aren't, aren't really doing so well right now. It is not a good time to be General Motors. As you may know, Cruise is an autonomous taxi. So you get in the taxi. It's like an Uber, but there's no driver. Sounds extremely cool. The promise of self-driving taxis is that they would be affordable, reliable, safe for people in metro areas to get around. One might also argue that we could have just invested in train technology, as I say every time we discuss this, but we didn't. So... We have this idea of these autonomous taxis, Cruise being one company on the scene. Now, Cruise and Waymo, that's Alphabet's self-driving situation, they both got permission to expand their services in San Francisco earlier this year, which, again, sounded like it was going to be really cool. They'd been doing some testing. I think Zach, who used to work with us more frequently than he does now at the hustle, I think he said that he tested a Waymo car, like he got to a passenger in one sounded very cool, except then a bunch of stuff happened, a lot of it in August. So there was this big music festival in San Francisco. During that time, a bunch of cruise cars were, I guess, uh, according to cruise, unable to, like the, the bandwidth of people using their cell phones, it was too much. It jammed up the cruise cars and then they just stopped and they blocked traffic and you couldn't move them out of the way because they're very large. One was unable to apparently discern road from wet concrete and it got itself stuck like the never ending story horse, apparently. And then California state regulars actually demanded it slash its fleet by 50 percent. There were two collisions. That was kind of the final nail in Cruz's coffin for the moment. The California Department of Motor Vehicles revoked Cruz's license for driverless rides, requiring a human be present. Cruz has gone through a lot of shit since then. It's brought in outside investigators, shuttered its operations nationwide production of its autonomous van that I had going on and recently admitted that layoffs were forthcoming. So that is where Cruise is at right about now. Yikes is my very professional way of analyzing that. It's just uh-huh. one really big yikes. It's notable that this is just one company. And I think right. Waymo, for example, is continuing to operate. It's uh-huh. also, I believe, expanding what it's doing. It hasn't quite had the same safety record as far as we've seen yet is already going to be an uphill climb to gain the trust of the average passenger. Right. This is a really new and weird thing. I haven't been in one of these myself, but can imagine kind of being slightly uncomfortable at the first time. 
this feels like it's going to really set back that trust acquisition. Do you see any way that this is not going to set that all back? No, I think it's going to really set it back. Yeah. So even in San Francisco, where we have the two companies, people in San Francisco are kind of as far as I can tell, not really fans of either company. People are sabotaging the cars by putting orange safety cones on their hoods. San Francisco officials asked the state to reconsider the permits. There were apparently 261 incidents that had involved a cruise vehicle at that time in September and 85 involving Waymo. So obviously Waymo's doing a lot better. None of these incidents were fatal and they're not all huge incidents where somebody, where one of them crashes into something. It might just be like it blocked the street or, or, or something like that. But there are still incidents and I feel like Anytime you have a new piece of technology that does anything wrong, people are very quick to be like, well, no, I don't want that. I want to stick to the old thing. I think we all remember how much people hated bird scooters when they first came out. People still hate bird scooters because, you know, yeah, sure, they're useful, but you find one that's blocking traffic. I was actually on a train, on a subway train in L.A., and someone threw a scooter in front of it and this lithium battery exploded. (laughs) You have one incident like that and you're like, oh, my God, no, it's not safe. I need to. I mean, my mom thought I was going to get murdered the first time I told her about Uber. So I think there's a lot of slowness to buy into these new technologies. And when you have incidents like this and it feels like the tech company is maybe cutting corners or maybe not moving as slowly as it should be, it is really hard to get the public to trust you. Yeah, I mean, I think this is is I guess the way the way you're putting it, like how I translate it is like these this technology is just like it's in puberty right now. Like uh-huh. it's just so awkward and it has no idea. Like, is this going to turn into uh, a lovely adult or is this just going to be like bad puberty turns into a monster and we can never love this, this thing because it's just a disaster. It feels like we're waiting to see. And yeah. it also feels like something where this is almost maybe not set up to succeed in the way that like, I imagine if the road were entirely driverless cars, they would be incredibly safe because they would be able to kind of like know each other's behavior. But then you add in this very human element of pedestrians who have unpredictable behavior, other drivers Uh who have unpredictable behaviors, emergency vehicles are not easy to project. Wet concrete. Who saw that coming? Yeah, exactly. Not the car. It's hard to program in, obviously, the entire range of the human experience for Uh these things. We're seeing that right now. It does make you wonder, like, if we were all like, sure, let's try it for a year, all driverless cars, I think we'd be really happy and we'd see a huge decrease in traffic accidents and all that. And that's like the theory that they keep kind of pushing of like, this is going to be safer. In reality, we're not there yet. And maybe we'll get there. Maybe we won't. Cruise is going to have to get through some stuff to prove their worth. And, you know, we'll see if Waymo can stay on the road as well. But it's a weird space. Yeah. And, you know, I thought we would have flying cars by now. And this is all we've got. It's kind of it's kind of sad. All right. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you are not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We are taking Friday off for Veterans Day, so we will catch you next week.
Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.